What did they just announce? That, um, I forgot her name, but someone's gonna be playing Ahsoka Tano. She's gonna be in The Mandalorian Season 2. How dare you forget Rosario Dawson's name? You're so fired! I am? Yes, you're sleeping in the balcony tonight again. You always say that on episodes. I do. I need to start actually doing it for real. You bet your I am Joshua. And I am Diego. And we just got some really exciting news in the form of a casting announcement for The Mandalorian Season 2. Well, let's just say... What? Ahsoka Tano is going to be in Season 2. But most importantly... Well, no, actually, that is the most important thing, because this is going to be the live-action debut of, of, debut of Ahsoka Tano. Uh, but not only is the character debuting in live action for the very, very first time, we're going to be seeing her come to life, but so well, well, this- the, the person, the actress cast to play Ahsoka Tano is somebody who has been begging to play Ahsoka Tano in live action for quite some time, and that is none other than Rosario Dawson, the night nurse from the Daredevil Netflix universe. Um, the woman herself, man, I cannot wait to see her so bring Ahsoka Tano to life. Does Mandalorian take place after um, Clone Wars or before? Yeah, don't you remember that in his flashbacks and his story as a kid? Oh, yeah, it was the, the Clone Wars. Yeah, the droids are actually the ones that, that killed his parents and stuff like that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. this is the Mandalorian pulls very heavily on everything that was set up. By Clone Wars, by Star Wars Rebels, because it kind of ties everything. Oh, it's in. after Rebels too. It is. Uh, hold on. Or is it yeah, no, yeah, time? yeah, yeah, no. It would be because this is this takes place right after the Battle of Yavin Four, basically. What's Yavin Four? The destruction of the first Death Star. Oh yeah. So basically, what we've got is that is the fact that Dave Dave uh, Filoni, the guy who helped George Lucas create the Clone Wars cartoons, which is where Ahsoka Tano was introduced. And I would create the first Galactic Empire. Stop being so evil. So this guy, Dave Filoni, he's actually the one who is um, helping also bring to life the Mandalorian live action show. Oh. So. It all ties together. I know that Dave Filoni must have been itching to bring Ahsoka Tano to life, and having given this op- having been given this opportunity of Disney Plus and yeah. Mandalorian and the other shows that are going to happen, most likely of live action in the Star Wars universe, this man must have been itching to bring Ahsoka Tano to life. And I know for a fact that he had been seeing Rosario Dawson's posts, and I know that Disney has been looking at him, and I know that Star Wars Lucasfilm has been looking at him. Finally, we are going to get big, big fan service by having Rosario Dawson bring the character to life. I can't I can't express how how happy I am for this. This is really, really cool. So um so does that mean that she would still have her white lightsaber? Yeah. For that's sure. a, her two definitely... lightsabers too. One the the long lightsaber and one of them the, the short saber that she carries. Wait, she fights what? with two sabers. See that's the thing. You kind of checked out of Clone Wars for a while. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't stay up with it. Now you're seeing the but latest season. I do season remember. I I think I like. I think I finished watching. Yeah. When I um when it got to the point where she like where she had the white lightsaber. Right. And then I just like kind of blacked out. Yep. And uh, she of course she also played pretty important roles in Star Wars Rebels. And the cool thing about Star Wars Rebels. Oh, she was in that. Yeah. yeah. 
And the cool thing about, about her appearances in Star Wars Rebels is that that's where we first see her as a, as a full-grown Ahsoka Tano. Because she was still kind of like a teenager during Clone Wars. Mm. But it, she was like uh, Anakin's like apprentice. Yeah, we see Ahsoka Tano. This is what's very special about her story in Clone Wars, a cartoon series. Is that throughout the six seasons that, that, that Clone Wars originally had, right before the seventh season was announced and, mm. and created... Uh, we saw her growing up. She was pretty small when when she got assigned to um, to Anakin as a Padawan, mm-hmm. and we see her throughout the seasons of Clone Wars growing up. Like her little tendril things that that her alien species has, they get longer. She gets taller. The whole deal. And then in Star Wars Rebels, we see her as a full grown female of her species. Oh yeah. Speaking of those like thingies, yeah. does that mean that she's the same species as um as the like lady in the mandalorian episode the lady in the mandalorian episode which one would that be uh where she was part of the team that the mandalorian hunted down no that that those are twi'leks oh uh the species name for ahsoka tano's uh, people is to to uh to Gruda. she's a Togruda. oh and they all have um they all have the same kind of uh head crown area and the same kind of tendrils mm. and there's been there's been other characters there was a very famous jedi uh shock t master shock t who was of her same species mm. was was he in anything it's a she it's a female oh. was she in um... she was in clone wars yeah oh. she had a, a couple of really cool episodes in clone wars uh she's also in the game uh which is non-canon but the game force uh, star wars the force unleashed Mm. She's actually one of the one of the Jedi who survived the Jedi purge after Order sixty six was given, mm. and you fight her as Darth Vader's apprentice. Mm. You fight her, and she's like controlling these big machines or something like that. I think. Oh no, uh, she's controlling creatures. Uh, what's a creature that uh, Luke had to fight when he went to Jabba's palace? He got uh, thrown down below. Rancor, oh yeah, the-, the Rancor. Oh, I thought. Are you talking about the thing that ate Boba Fett? No, no, no. That's the that's the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. But the um the Rancor are these big beasts that look like trolls almost, like gigantic beasts. And they're 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 strong killers, like they're they're really vicious beasts. And mm-hmm. so she is controlling a whole bunch of those Rancors when you when you play uh, in Star Wars Unleashed. And you have to beat her and her rancors. Like it's really, really cool. She's a very so, powerful Jedi, or was a very powerful Jedi. Same uh, alien species from like Bruda as um, uh, Sokotano. I like how. Um, I like how some some like some like things like Marvel, DC, or Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's what they did, but. It would be cool if they made a non-canon game or something, mm-hmm. um, and they intended to make it non-canon, but they just made it so to like for the people who wanted to play it. Well, I wonder if if that's what um, Jedi Fallen Order is. I don't know. Is Jedi Fallen Order supposed to be canon? I, I mean, I haven't looked into that. Um, I heard that um, it's supposed to be around like Order sixty six and stuff. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay, so maybe it is kind of, I don't know. We got to play that game, by the way. Anyway, so Rosario Dawson, she's a really good actress. And, you know, the great thing about her being in the part is that, number one, she wanted this part. She wanted this role. Number two, she's around the same age that Ahsoka Tano would have been around that time that The Mandalorian takes place. Mm -hmm. Number three, she honestly has the build and the body to, to fit the character. Now, of course, 
we're going to have to wait and see how the makeup and special effects people bring the Ahsoka Tano look to life. Because so far, aside from the prequel movies, we haven't seen a, a Togruta come to life. Hold on, though. Uh, in live action. In, um... In... In Clone Wars, in, like, um, Rebels, uh-huh. I feel like it all kind of looks like they're made out of, like, the characters. I feel like it kind of looks like they're made out of clay. It has that kind of, like, Rebels? look. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, like, in, in Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. So, right now, we're um, we're looking at an image of Shock T from the prequels. This is her design. In oh, the wait, prequels. she was in the, like... She was in the in the prequels. I think it was in Attack of the Clones is when she showed up. Oh, that's a prequel? Yeah. Attack of the Clones, yeah. It's a second movie, though. It's episode two, yeah. How is that a prequel? It's prequels to the original movies that oh. came out. Episode, I don't uh, get why they did that. I don't get why they... Let's, let's, <laughs> let's not get even get into that, but, but let's focus on her. So, again, because of the fact that we have her in a live action film and mm-hmm. that film is canon to the Star Wars I world. I don't remember her in that movie. Well, she's not shown a great deal. She's not shown a lot because it's basically a scene where there's a whole mess of Jedi in in uh, Geonosis and the Jedi are like fighting all of the droids and stuff like that mm-hmm. right before the the clones make their first appearance fighting. So, we don't see a whole a whole lot of her, but we see her uh fighting along the other Jedi and the important thing is that we have this char- these character photos of Shock T. But how do they, if if that's the only place where she was like seen, like fighting and stuff, uh-huh. how do they have the characters where they're just like calm? Well, because like they that. they take they take um, they take design photography of all the characters in costume. Mm. They keep a ton of records and all this kind of stuff, all her clothing, the headpiece, you know, all that costume to turn her into the Togruta race, mm-hmm. alien species, like all of that would have been, would, would be stashed somewhere. So the point is that we have a precedent for how the Togruta are supposed to look in live action. Is that a Togruta? Yeah. No, that thing. Um, I guess, yeah. Uh, we have a precedent for how the Togruta are supposed to look in live action. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, Ahsoka Tano being part of that alien species, now we can assume that it's going to look something along the lines of what we saw for Shock T in in the prequels. Mind you, I'm not sure that every Tagruda has the exact same like, like length horns? and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not sure that it's all all going to be the same, but it should look something like that. So we have yeah. a point of reference, and it's going to be interesting to see Rosario Dawson acting within that entire set of makeup because like the the color of the skin is 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 different obviously you know what i'm curious about uh-huh if like so many jedi species are sith and and jedi yeah like how do they know english well basically first of all this is a fantasy world right yeah. second the 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 thing that they speak as english is supposed to be the common tongue of the entire galaxy Mm. so it's kind of like think about it for example how english in our world is a common tongue that a lot of kids are taught in other parts of the world because Mm -hmm. they know that if they ever if they ever travel the world that's the language that a lot of people will speak Mm -hmm. so like even if you go to france for instance right the people because there's so many tourists there the people will assume that a lot of those tourists will speak english Mm -hmm. and so they're you know a lot of people will, will have that language available to speak 
um, for people from the United States or people from England or people from Australia, like all those countries mm. speak a form of English. Same thing with Spanish, right? There's a lot of Spanish-speaking nations in Central America, South America, uh, and in Spain. So What's that's Central America? Central America is everything between North America, the United States, and Canada, and South America. Oh. So it's everything like Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, all those countries. So, uh, so basically... Um, so it's one of the common tongues. That, yeah. that, 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 that thing that, that they speak, which is English to us, mm -hmm. it's one of the common tongues of the galaxy. So that's why they all speak. Mm. So basically, um, like I was saying, it's going to be really interesting to see Rosario Dawson act through the makeup and all that. Mind yeah. you, Ahsoka Tano does have... She doesn't have uh, red skin like Shock T did. She kind of has like orange. She has like orangey skin, so it's going to be a little bit closer to uh, Rosario Dawson's um, original skin color. And so I'm hoping that she doesn't get lost in the makeup too much. I'm hoping that we can see her, you know, her as as an actress because she's she's great. Again, she's a really good actress. So I hope that doesn't hinder her her performance. I mean, if how would like makeup? How would it? Make her performance. Well, think of uh, think of Thanos, for instance. Mm -hmm. Josh Brolin is a really good actor, and actors. One of the main things that allows them to express is their facial expressions, like you know the little looks and things, and the, the way their eyebrows and their mouth and all of their face yeah, expresses but I emotion. Think, I think they did good. On they that. did, yes, yes. That's a good example of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like not only is the dude purple, but he had that big, you know, chin thing going on, and like all those details on his face. But he was still able to through motion capture give a good enough performance oh, now yeah. in the in the case of ahsoka tano you're not going to need to do it through motion capture yeah you just need like paint and yeah stuff. it's basically going to be makeup and special and, and a bit of special effects and i think that we're going to be able to leave enough of her face to shine through and this is going to be also interesting because so far there hasn't been aside from baby yoda there hasn't been or maybe aside from quill there haven't been a lot of characters that have big prosthetics or makeup or like that In are that are that are main characters, I mean. Mm. And I can only assume that somebody as popular as Ahsoka Tano for Star Wars fans, I can only assume that she's gonna play a pretty important role in in, in the show throughout the season. Mm. I would hope that she becomes at least as much a regular character as Cara Dune did. Mm -hmm. like, she, like she was started off in the fourth episode and she was like right. in all the other episodes yeah and now she she kind of like earned her spot yeah you know gina carano the actress did an incredible job and i hope that she sticks around because i really like her character um want some soup what mandalorian want... baby Yoda. Oh, so, so, yeah yeah Man, you imagine? Oh man, I, I, it's it's gonna be a great thing. I can't wait for uh, Mandalorian season two. I hope that. Wait, what if Ahsoka Tano like interacts with Baby Yoda? Well, I imagine. Think about it. What was it? What was? Where did Din Djarin's mission end at the end of the season one? To return he has to go to try Baby to find Yoda the people to the Jedi right. or to the people who do can do the same stuff that he can do. Yeah. Right? Which so, uh, Ahsoka Tano can do. Correct. Now, the Jedi are, are considered to be gone, right? Because mm -hmm. not everybody knows about Luke Skywalker. Very few people know about Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't come to the point yet where he's Luke Skywalker has even tried to train any new people, any new Jedi. Mm. Which means that he could possibly be led to one of the other Jedi or Force-sensitive people who are out in hiding. Obi-Wan Kenobi is another one. Oh, wait. Isn't he dead? 
No. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he died in the events of, of New Hope. So, yeah. So, yeah. It, well, even more to even adds even more to the point. There are very few force sensitive people. Yeah. Who can he find? Ahsoka Tano could be one of those people that he finds. Mm -hmm. So, I'm really looking forward to seeing if she is the one that he ends up finding for the purpose of giving Baby Yoda over. And if you think about it, Ahsoka's entire storyline lends itself to her being the one that takes on baby Yoda as an apprentice because she herself was a problematic Padawan and she was given to a Jedi Knight, a Jedi master who could tolerate her and who couldn't be a good fit for her, which was Anakin. Mm -hmm. They both had a very kind of like rebellious sort of personality. She was a great fit for him. He was a good teacher for her. I think that it would be a really cool thing if her story arc came full circle. Mm-hmm. And now she got the chance to take on a Padawan of her own. The a, circle of life. Yes, the circle of Jedi life. If she could take on a, a learner, an apprentice of her own, to teach her not the Jedi ways, but to teach her the ways of the Force in general. Mm -hmm. And that could be Baby Yoda. Like It could be really cool if you think about it. Baby Yoda clearly is a hugely powerful creature, mm -hmm. right? Like, like he's he, really he strong. He stopped the rhino when it was about to wreck the Mandalorian. Yeah. Could control fire and all that and kind of stuff. And he could push it back yeah. at the guy. Yeah. So if you really think about it, he is being as tiny as he is, he's powerful as all heck. But he but needs he, somebody to help him control that. Whenever, control whenever that. he uses the force too much, he always plops down to the ground. That he does. Or he chokes out Cara Dune. Oh, yeah. That's horrible. And which is another thing. You see that he's so powerful that he's able to use either the dark side or the light side of the force. Yeah. Which means that he needs somebody to teach him. And he needs somebody to teach him who is not on either extreme, a Sith or a Jedi. And Ahsoka Tano is perfect for it because the last time, the last that we've seen of her, she is not loyal to the Jedi or to anybody else. She is, she's all about the galaxy and she's all about just uh, embracing her own force sensitivity. She doesn't ally herself with either side. How is destroying the Sith bringing balance to the force? Exactly. Forget about it. Well, hey, maybe Ahsoka Tano being trained by Luke's, by Anakin Skywalker was his way of bringing balance to the force because finally somebody came out. Who is embracing? Who is embracing the fact that she doesn't need to be a Jedi or a Sith? Like she can just be a force sensitive individual. Like, period. Before, um, I was like, how did he? How did he bring balance to the Force if he became a Sith? He did because he um he killed the Emperor. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, he kind of yeah, did he killed, kill the he Emperor. Did kill the Emperor. Yeah. And then I and then I realized, wait, that's not even bringing balance to the Force. Right. So, here we are, folks, with this great uh, announcement. I'm really looking forward to this. I think that Ahsoka Tano could be introduced in The Mandalorian. I think that very easily we could have her spin off into her own show, especially mm -hmm. if she does end up taking Baby Yoda as an apprentice. Mm -hmm. Think about a show where it's the adventures of Ahsoka Tano teaching the ways of the Force of Baby Yoda so he's not going around Force-choking people. Yeah. <laughs> That would be such a cool thing. So imagine, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. Imagine this non-canon show where Baby Yoda force chokes Emperor Sidious. Okay, honestly, you can't just go around force choking people. I can't. No. Uh, Here, have some soup. Drink it. Okay, fine. Drink it. Okay. Drink it. 
Okay. Baby, baby Yoshua. All right, and that's all we've got for now. I'm definitely going to be following this story very closely. I want to see more details. Um, I have to think that uh, she's already been filming things. I hope that that's the case because The Mandalorian is supposed to come out in the fall of this year. Oh, hoping, really? Yeah, yeah. Hoping uh, Mandalorian Season 2, that is. Oh. Hoping, of course, that the coronavirus doesn't bring any kind of delays to that. Uh, they were supposed to have already shot, I think, the majority of, of, of season two. So they were already announcing that they were finished shooting. So I'm assuming that Rosario Dawson was secretly shooting uh, as Ahsoka Tano. And I, and I have my fingers crossed that this means no delays or anything like that for The Mandalorian season two. I cannot wait. Very, very happy. We will keep on bringing you some news as it's made available. Any last words about Ahsoka Tano or Rosario Dawson? Well... I, I think that she will actually do pretty good. I think she will. Sukatano. Yeah, you should check out some some of the stuff that uh, Rosario Dawson has done. She's a good actress. All right, so <laughs> we're excited. We hope you're excited. And we're about to get into episode uh, number five of Star Wars Clone Wars Season 7, which, of course, we've seen from the trailers features none other than Ahsoka Tano. And um, Darth Maul. And Darth Maul. <clears throat> And I think Obi-Wan, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, looking forward to seeing a new storyline introduced for season seven of Clone Wars and uh, looking forward to everything that's coming from the Star Wars world. Yeah. So um, I think that concludes our bonus episode about Rosario Dawson's casting as Ahsoka Tano in The Mandalorian season two, folks. Uh, please stay up to date with us. Write us at G101 podcast at gmail.com you can find us on social media instagram and twitter at g101 podcast if you love the podcast please subscribe and leave us a review five star ratings will be really really helpful and yeah. uh, if you do have some geeky friends tell them about the podcast um having said all that folks we will catch you guys in the next episode bye laters Game over.